Hi, Whistlin' Dixie friends. It's the last day in October. Halloween. I'm seeing lots of kids around this afternoon. And as I'm driving through town, they've got their costumes on. They're going around trick-or-treating. The businesses have put things out for them so that it's a safer thing for them to do. And I just thought I'd check in with you. To be honest, Halloween is never a day that I've celebrated and my family has not celebrated it. And I'm really not excited about ghosts and witches and skeletons and things like that, unless it's the skeleton of an animal that I come across and I can find out what kind it is for science sake, but not too into celebrating dead things. I guess I'm lucky in that sense that I live on a farm because I'm far enough away from people that we don't have any trick-or-treaters coming to our house. I do love children and I'm happy to give them candy, but because of where we live, we don't have anybody that comes asking for it. But I'm sitting here waiting for my daughter to do some things and I thought I would just update you with what's going on in the farm. I did get those blueberries canned that I mentioned in the last episode and they look really good in the jars on my shelves. I may do one more canner load as those of you who can probably know that a lot of canners hold seven jars. So I did a couple of loads and I have 14 jars of blueberries sitting on the shelf and every time I see the jars full and waiting for us in the future to eat, it's a rewarding thing. One of the preserving tasks that I was thinking about yesterday, just kind of going down memory lane, was dehydrating and um, someone had asked what are some of the different ways that you can dehydrate food? And I was just remembering my grandma and her apricot and peach orchard. And I used to spend time there when I was a teenager every summer during the three weeks of harvest and help. And just some of the things that we did with extra fruit that needed canned or preserved in some way. And one of those ways was to dehydrate it. So my aunt and uncle and their family and my family and my grandparents all lived within about a 50 mile radius of each other. And we would get together for certain types of food preparation, like for winter. So my uncle was actually very good at inventing things or at least making things. And he made a way of chopping up apples so we could make apple cider that was um, electric and we could just throw the apples in and they came out all chopped and ready to go in the bins for squeezing. He also made an apple cider press that was hydraulic and it was really awesome. I love fresh pressed apple cider and that's something that we did together as a family every year was to get together and press apple cider. But he also made a really good-sized food dehydrator for himself and um, I think maybe one for my grandparents. My parents had one and they were similar to I suppose your average food dehydrator but they were much bigger so he made a wooden box and he made shelves for it with a screen that covered a frame. I think there was light bulbs in the first edition of it to heat it and a fan to, to stir around the air 
but later on he had more efficient ways of heating it. And we would blend up the extra apricots and make fruit leather out of them and put in those food dehydrators. And that I loved taking in my lunch all winter long. Since grandma's orchard was pretty big and we were selling the apricots and sold a lot of them, but there was always extra apricots and peaches that there weren't buyers for or that they had, they were overripe and nobody wanted them. So that's why we had a lot of apricots to make fruit leather with, but we also dried them in the sun. Um, my mom and my grandma, my cousins, we would all get together and they had, I don't know where they got them, but they had a lot of old window screens for houses and they cleaned them off and then we would put the apricot halves on the window screens and climb to grandma's roof and lay them all out all over the roof in the sun. And I just have good memories of everyone working together and I did enjoy eating those. One of the things about drying quite a few um, of the fruits, they oxidize as they dry and so they're not really beautiful unless you put the right things on them to keep their color and um, I don't think we did. I think we just had brown apricots when it came time to eat the dried ones, but we were used to that and they were so tasty. I think we put screens on top of them as well to keep the flies off of them. And then another thing my mom used to do if there was a vehicle that wasn't being used at the time and it was out in the sun was to put screens with fruit on that on them inside the vehicle. Everybody knows when you get in your car on a hot sunny day and it's been sitting out in the sun that it's super hot inside. So using that heat to your advantage, it's a good place to dry things. I've dried herbs. My, my sons have vehicles sitting in my yard that they plan to restore at some point in time. And so I have used them to dry herbs in. When we moved to our house, we started it on solar power. We were not hooked at all to the grid for 18 years almost. And so I didn't really have enough power to run a food dehydrator all the time, day and night. And so the vehicle was actually a really good place to put things out of the way on screens or on towels that were clean and the heat in there would let them dry. So fast forward to now, I have a gas oven and stove that has a pilot light. It does not have electronic ignition because we have been on solar power most of the time. And so it's always warm inside. You can turn it to 200 degrees and it's not that warm, but it's about 100 degrees inside the oven. And so I put things on cookie sheets and stick them in the oven when I want to dry my peppers or um, sometimes I put, actually this fall I put elderberries on a cookie sheet and put them in there because I'm going to make some elderberry syrup and it called for a cup and a half of dried elderberries. Anyway, um, that seems to be a good way to dry things at my house. I also do have a couple of those non-electric dryers that you can hang from the ceiling and they have uh, screens in them or I guess... Uh, shelves that you can put your fruits or vegetables on to dry and then a screen around the whole thing. It's kind of 
a rectangular box and it keeps the flies off of things and yet air dries everything. So that's kind of cool too, but it does take a long time to do it that way. So that's my reminiscence about dehydrating food and thanks for sharing it with me. If you're celebrating Halloween, I hope you stay safe and your children stay safe. If you're like me and you're thinking more still about winter food preserving and excited to see your shelves filling up, then I hope that's going well for you too. See you later and God bless Whistling Dixie friends.